Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. This is the English summary, a just and a translation of the Majlis of Hazrat Mawlana Tamru Zaman Sahib Dhamad Barakatuhum, which took place on Thursday, the 7th of Rabi'ul Awwal 1443, corresponding with the English date, 14th of October 2021. This Majlis took place after the Ishraq Salat at Baytul Azkar, the residence of Hazrat Wala Dhamad Barakatuhum. Hazrat Wala starts off by quoting the dua of rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam allahumma inni abduk wa ibn abdik wa ibn amatik nasiyati biyadik madin fiya hukmuk adlun fiya qadauk ila akhiril hadith thereafter hazrat wala was is saying that last night i was feeling restless and i could not sleep at about 2 am and turning this way and that way sickness bimari this that the other i picked up the kitab and my eyes fell on this particular article and mazmoon abdiyat so i said that i'm going to choose that for my majlis for the next day for the tomorrow and today as opposed to other days the first time after fajr salat i slept well and alhamdulillah then i got up and read my ishraq salat and now we are sitting and having our uh, majlis now abdiyat was a special characteristic of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and his life was a unique indication of his level of abdiyat this is clearly visible from his duas his supplications the loftiness of his message can be gauged from the shariat and the loftiness of his abdiyat can be also observed from his duas a senior elder said we can to a certain extent gauge the loftiness of the nubuwwat the messengership but we cannot work out his level of abdiyat observe this dua allahumma inni abduk wa ibnu abdik wa ibnu amatik nasiyati biyadik O oh Allah I am your servant son of your male and female servant I'm solely under your control your order concerns concerning me is executed your judgment concerning me is absolutely just is absolutely just Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam mentions Allahumma inna qulubana wa nawasiyana wa jawarihana biyadik O oh Allah our hearts our entire being our limbs are in your hands lam tumallikna minha shay'a you have not given us control over any of these things fa idha fa'alta dhalika bina since you have done this to us fa kun anta waliyyana you alone should remain our helper wahdina ila sawa'is sabil and guide us to the straight path hasan morana muhammad ahmed na na i mean listen to this i just read that dua to you the dua of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and translated it for you hazrat wala day after goes on to say ponder over how the sufis negate their condition and rank and the fanaiyat the abdiyat the self obliteration 
with which they distinguish themselves. And then look at the level of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's fanaiyat, self-obliteration. He denies ownership of even his hands and legs. Is there any Sufi who self-obliterated himself by denying his own body parts? Allahu Akbar. This shows that fanaiyat, abdiyat, self-obliteration, and the abdiyat of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam was supreme and the highest. Was the highest. Hazrat Mawlana Muhammad Ahmad Saab used to say, Kuch hona mera zillat okhari ka sabab. Ye hai mera ayazaz ke me kuch bhi nahi. To be something that's actually the means of disgrace for me. My honor is this, that I am nothing. Our Buzrugane Deen always kept first and foremost this self-obliteration, nasty, fanaiyat, abdiyat. Sayyidina Abdul Qadir Jilani Rahimahullah said on one occasion that my foot is on the neck of the Buzrugane Deen. Hazrat Haji Imdadullah Rahimahullah was asked that this seems outwardly that Silsila Qadiriya is a very, very high Silsila. So Hazrat Haji Sab explained at that time, yes, Hazrat Sayyidina Abdul Qadir Jilani at that time when he made his statement, he was on Uruj, on this highness, uh, meaning uh, uh, this uh, spiritual state where a person is on a, in uh, the technical term of, we say, highness, uh, on a high point. And the other point is that the complete opposite of it, Nuzul, where a person obliterates, humbles himself and abdiyat to the greatest extent. And he says, at that time, the other ulama and awliya were at the point of abdiyat. Now, abdiyat is a very great ni'mat. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has mentioned, al-ajzu fakhri, that this expression of helplessness and self-obliteration, that's my pride. Takabbur is not Pride is not loved by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In a very long hadith, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, Al-hubbu asasi, the foundation of this path to Allah. My foundation is love. Mulan Alimiya has written in Rahmatul lil Alameen. This is a fantastic kitab. We should all try and read this kitab. More so, the ulama should read this kitab. Abdiyat, fanaiyat, self-obliteration, and this humbleness of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa what he taught the ummah, this is so great in the court of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because this is not found in the court of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's why it is appreciated greatly. Hazrat Hajim Dadullah rahimahullah, people used to ask him, Hazrat, why don't you stretch your legs? And he used to say, that is it right? Do you think it's a good thing or a right thing or something logical that a slave stretches his legs in front of his master, in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Allahu Akbar. These were our mashayikh. Hazrat Khaja Bahauddin Naqshband. Somebody asked him, Hazrat, what's your karamat? And he said, so beautifully, do you understand this to be a small karamat? That Bahauddin is walking on the face of this earth, a sinner like Bahauddin, so much of sins, and the earth is still not splitting open and swallowing him. 
اللہ اکبر جس نے مٹایا اپنا نام و نشان ہفت اقلیم کا بنا سلطان دا پرسن ہو ابلیٹریٹڈ ہم سیلف ہی ہمبلڈ ہم سیلف ہی لوڈ ہم سیلف ہی ریزڈ آل ٹریسز آف ہز نیم فروم ایوری وے ہی بیکیم دا کنگ آف دا ورلڈ القرآن And also about the munajat maqbool On many occasions, he would come and sit on his platform, on his takht. And he would take the munajat maqbool and he would start his majlis. And he would go on speaking of dua after dua after dua. The great essence of dua, the different duas of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. These kitabs, the munajat maqbool as well, Beshti Zewar also, Bayanul Quran. These are the fundamental kitabs of Hazrat Tanwi rahimahullah. Hazrat Shah Waliullah Rahimahullah, despite so much of fitness from the kings and the leaders of that time, you would not find anywhere in his writings even subtle indications of complaints in their direction, in the direction of these people who troubled him so much. Now these were our mashayikh. You know, I was looking for this so much. And Alhamdulillah, last night I found it. <coughs> I was speaking about it, but <coughs> I wanted the or- original ibarat and the text of this. You know, a Sahabi, he was mocked at by another Sahabi. We're not talking about Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala an, or Umar radiallahu ta'ala an, rather an ordinary simple sahabi, a nomad, a villager, a simple sahabi. He was asked that your prophet in a mocking way also teaches you about uh, uh, urinating and defecating, going to the toilet, relieving yourself. So the sahabi answered so beautifully and it is written ala uslubil hakim he says of course all these things he taught us and to the fullest he taught us this also and that also and that when we enter we enter with this leg and we should clean ourselves thoroughly and that we should not use bones or coal or something that uh, is impure because it will increase the impurity we should only use three sandstones etc etc such an answer which silenced the people of that time even the greatest what you would call so-called universities could not produce an answer like that and this is coming from an ordinary sahabi rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said ashabi kan nujum my sahaba are like stars like stars if a person takes a sharp object something hard and coarse and uses it to clean himself what would happen he would hurt himself in those delicate areas Allahu Akbar Hazrat Shah Anwar rahimahullah ta'ala spoke abundantly about these type of things 
and how Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam taught the ummah so uniquely all these little small things which we have to go through in every day of our life. So this is the tariq and this is the path to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There is a need to understand it. So we are taught about what? We taught about the expression of helplessness in Allah's court. We are talking about humility. We're talking about fanaiyat, self-obliteration. Now this da'wah, these claims, I can do this and I'm like that and I'm like that. It is the most destructive thing in this path. It is muhlik. It is a destroyer in this path. It will not allow you to progress. In fact, Hazrat Maulana Shah has got an article on this particular topic of many, many pages on Abdiyat itself alone. Hazrat Gangohi Rahimahullah Ta'ala Hazrat Tanwi Rahimahullah Ta'ala when he took bed at the hands of Hazrat Haji Imdadullah Sahib Haji Imdadullah Sahib took the bed with him. But after that what happened? He told him he told him that, listen, after me, um, you, you, you are taking bayat at my hands. You are taking bayat at my hands. But after me, you must go for Islam to Rashid Ahmad, referring to Hazrat Marana Rashid Ahmad Gangoi Rahimahullah. Who was he? The great or Alim, Rasul Mutaakhirin, amongst the greatest giants of the latter ulama and Sufis of this day and age. He was the Ustad of Hazrat Tanwi rahimahullah ta'ala and what type of tarbiyat he even made of Hazrat Tanwi after Hazrat Gangohi. On uh, one occasion, Hazrat Gangohi even corrected him that what is this, that and the other, you should actually do this. You should actually do this. On one occasion, Hazrat Tanwi rahimahullah ta'ala told Hazrat Gangohi that I want to sit in complete and total solitude. And Hazar Gangohi told him, no, that's not the right thing to do. Because if you do it in Khalwat, in this complete type of solitude that you will adopt, of course you're going to benefit. But it will be a means of fame, shohrat. And shohrat and fame will be a means of an afat, and a test and a trial and a tribulation uh, coming upon you. This is the path. To Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it will not change. On one occasion, Hazrat Tanwi rahimahullah ta'ala was asked to come to a certain place. And he denied and he refused on that occasion and he said it will be the means of fame. I'll come on another occasion. Listen to Hazrat Gangohi rahimahullah ta'ala. On one occasion, it's raining. And people are picking up their shoes and doing this and doing that, whatever they had to do. Everybody's doing their own thing. And the onlooker is looking. Then what is Hazrat Gangohi doing? He is picking up the shoes of the students. This was the high extent of his, uh, 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 his tawazu. He was very mutawazi, his humility. And this is how these people self-obliterated themselves completely and totally. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward Hazrat Gangohi tremendously. He used to say that what is suluk? What is this path? To Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it is that there is tabi'i raghbat. 
There is a natural inclination towards ta'at and obedience. And there is a natural disinclination towards ma'asi. Tabi'i nafrat. He says, this is the essence of suluk. Let, let me tell you this about this spiritual state and ecstasy, wajd and cave and tarab and restlessness. There's nothing about that. Stay away from gunas, even sagair, even the minor ones. Allahu Akbar. Hazrat Anwi rahimahullah used to go on to say, okay, we're speaking about spiritual states and we're speaking about hal and this type of thing. Yes, the most we can say, it is mahmood, it is praiseworthy. But listen, it is not matloob, it is not the objective. It is not the objective. On one occasion, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was there and a lady comes to him. Her whole body starts trembling out of the awe that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa possessed. What did he tell her? Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa said to her, Ya miskina, O lady, alayka bisakina, calm down. I'm the very same one who used to graze the animals for the people of Makkah on the outskirts for a few pieces of dry bread and roti. Allahu Akbar. He did not say, I'm a king, I'm a Nabi. Allahu Akbar. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to her, a slave and a servant is not one that you, that you tremble and fear in front. Abd say, daranai karta hai, that you, you, know, you don't tremble and fear in front of a slave. There was an old lady that came about. She came and she held Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's arm and hand and she took him into one of these gullies and for a long time she spoke and she spoke and she spoke. This was the humility of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. You know for us today, we find some English kitab or so, uh, uh, I mean some English book or magazine has uh, got some type of information, this, that or the other. Nothing religious. We would go, we jump, we run, and we go and purchase those books. But regarding any book of the Sirat, have you even read this, what I'm telling you about? Open up the books of Sirat. Read about the grand, beautiful life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's abdiyat. Although Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was the essence of this universe, the Quran repeatedly emphasized, Qul, say, O oh my Habib, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Inna ma ana basharum mithlukum, I am a human like you. Yuha ilay, it has been revealed to me. Anna ma ilahukum ilahu wahid. That your Allah is one Allah. One point that needs to be pondered over, many senior Anbiya alayhi salatu wasalam had special titles. Example, Musa alayhi salatu wasalam was Kalimullah. Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam was Khalilullah. Isa alayhi salatu wasalam was Ruhullah. And on the other hand, although Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam was the noblest of prophets, alayhi salatu wa taslim, what was his title? What was that distinguishing attribute which is attributed to his name in the kalima al-tawheed, in our salah and in our salawat and salutations that we send upon him? It is that of risalat, messengership, that he is a nabi and abdiyat, ashhadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh. I testify that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam 
is his servant and his messenger. Even here we see the attribute of abdi at servitude mentioned before the attribute of messengership. On one occasion, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam cursed certain unbelievers. The following verse was revealed. لَيْسَ لَكَ مِنَ الْأَمْرِ شَيْءٌ أَوْ يَتُوبَ عَلَيْهِمْ أَوْ يُعَذِّبَهُمْ فَإِنَّهُمْ ظَالِمُونَ You have no authority. Allah will either accept their repentance or punish them because they are wrongdoers. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was extremely desirous of the unbelievers <coughs> Receiving guidance and embracing Islam, Allah Ta'ala then revealed the verse, إِنَّكَ لَا تَهْدِي مَنْ أَحْبَبْتَ You cannot guide whom you like. Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam sought forgiveness for others as well. Hazrat Muraqam Shah Wasiullah Sahib used to say, I mean, he said to Hazrat Wala, Hazrat Wala is saying, in a dream, he said to me, Kamru Zama, I had humbled myself tremendously, completely. I've self-obliterated myself so much so I didn't even wear something close to the normal attire of the Malvis. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, I mean, listen to this praise that a wali of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says about Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in one of his majalis. He says, Muhammadun basharun la kal bashari. Muhammad is a human, but not like an ordinary human. I mean, we just said the ayat now. Say, I am a human like you. Qul innama ana basharun mithlukum. Muhammad is a human, but he's... He's not an ordinary human just like you. La kal bashari, bal huwa yaqutun bain al hajari. However, there is a whole lot of stones, ordinary simple stones that we kick around on, on, on the ground while we, we walk over them. Then you have something greater than that, uh, some type of uh, stones which got some value, and you got the greatest of that, which goes into the hundreds and thousands, rather millions, rubies, diamonds pearls etc and then he was inspired by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that you and all the people in this particular majlis their maghfirat has been done because of this couplets that you said about my Habib sallallahu alayhi wa sallam it is said about him he never conducted any majlis after that except saying these couplets Muhammadun basharun la kal bashari bal huwa yaqutun bain al hajari Allah ta'ala give us the tawfiq and the hidayat of understanding this ta'limat and passing it on to others as well Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam lived with the people he married also. He went into the bazaars also. And it is for this reason that the non-Muslim said, but how come? He also eats, he drinks, he does the same things like us. They wanted him to be something else. They wanted him to be a malaika. He was a human being. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa abundant wealth. He made him Self-sufficient, independent. We found you. We found you in poverty. We made you independent. With the wealth of Khadija radiallahu ta'ala anha. Hazrat Shah Sab also speaks abundantly about this. When a person, you know I spoke about this topic in Nadwa. When a person 
sincerely turns to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Ali Medin with ikhlas, sidq and lillahiyat, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes him ghani. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blesses him with barakat and makes him independent. Like how Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam made, Allah ta'ala made Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam independent. What tarbiyat Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made of his Nabi. Allah ta'ala give us the tawfiq and the hidayat of truly understanding our Nabi and his qualities. Muhammadun basharun la kal bashari. He was a human but not like any other ordinary human. There was a great difference. But huwa yaqutun. He was the greatest gem. He was the greatest diamond, stone, pearl and ruby, whatever you want to call it. Amongst all those ordinary, simple, uh, worthless stones that would just, as you would say, uh, lie out there. Allah Ta'ala give us the tawfiq and the hidayat of living our lives according to uh, the sunnah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Allah Ta'ala bless us with the shafa'at kubra the grand intercession of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam himself said, Shafa'ati li ahlil kabairi min ummati. My intercession is for those who had committed the major sins from amongst my ummah. Allah Ta'ala bless us with the shafa'at of the Holy Quran. Allah Ta'ala bless us with the shafa'at of the Holy Kaaba. Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala bless us with all these great uh, ni'mats. Rabbana taqabbal minna innaka anta sami'ul alim wa tub alayna innaka anta tawabur rahim bi hurmati sayyidin nabiyyil kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam.